This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Celts and Kiwi, brought to you by the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. Members of the society and wider Scottish community explore the connections between Dunedin, Edinburgh and Scotland, culminating in St Andrew's Day celebrations in the Octagon on Sunday, November 27th. Chat, music, history and giveaways, proudly supported by Dunedin City Council Events and Community Development.
walking to a farm to grow wheat. I'm walking to a farm to grow wheat. The sky is blue. The sun is yellow. I'm walking to a farm to grow wheat. The duck is white. The pond is gray. I'm walking to a farm to grow wheat. My plough is made of wood. The black earth is soft. I'm walking to a farm to grow wheat. The share is teak. The handle ash. My plough is made of wood. The black earth is soft. The duck is white. The pond is grey. The sky is blue. The sun is yellow. I'm walking to a farm to grow wheat. The sun is yellow to grow wheat. Yellow. Good morning. Hello. Uh, Kilts and Kiwi here. Um, running solo at the moment, so uh, no, no assistance to be seen, but I guess they will be coming through uh, soon. Um, Simon here, uh, Kilts and Kiwi. And uh, brought to you by Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. That uh, the main event that we put on, of course, is celebrate St Andrew's Day, um, which is November twenty seventh this year on a Sunday in the Octagon. Free event, but we're also adding um, more events to the program. Uh, the, this year we're just um, running a Friday evening. St, uh, celebrate St Andrew's Day dinner at the Dunedin Club with um, entertainment, haggis ceremony and various things. So we'll be um, moving that along very soon and then uh, on to our event on the um, on the Sunday. F- to keep in touch with us and uh, all the goodies that we um, put out with Haraways, thanks to Haraways, we'll run a competition again after this show on the Facebook page, which is Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. That's the Facebook page there, and that will um, have information for a free giveaway, which we usually um, offer around New Zealand, I think. I'm trying to think where we sent the last one. Timaru, I think, was the last winner um, off the top of my head. Um, But I'll be going down to the Scottish shop after the show to find a few goodies and um, to go in with uh, the Haraway's material that we can give away on our um, 
Facebook page. First up on the uh, show today, we had the Dice Hart and Dundonald Pipe Band um, with Pipe Major R.T. Shepherd. It was live in concert. Ballymena, I believe that's in Ireland, isn't it? Um, that was in 1983. Um, and uh, a number of uh, tunes there. Deal Among the Tailors, The Fairy Dance. Circassian Circle, High Road to Linton, High Road to Linton, Jock Wilson's Ball, Mrs. McLeod O'Rasse, Kate Dalrymple, The Wind That Shakes the Barley, and The Mason's Apron, all within a four minute twenty-five that we uh, ran that tune for. And following up that, of course, the irrepressible uh, Ivor Cutler, just just for Jeff, um, whip that one out, um, and uh, as usual, very um, droll and. Uh, observational from him um let's i'm gonna try actually this tune here isn't coming through hold on let's have some run rig
Chili, Red Hot Chili Pipers, and that track was uh, Dark, Dark Island. Um, Ron's jumped in on the co-pilot seat. G'day, Ron. <laughs> Good day, Simon. Good to see you again. You too. You too. Yeah. We haven't seen you for a while. Yeah, we, yeah, I haven't seen you since the last show. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a good way to catch up, I guess. <laughs> eh? It sort of brings people together. Yeah. And, and the same with James, I guess, because yeah. well, James has just, uh, he's got a, what the hell is a U3A lecture? Oh, goodness, goodness knows He's what. gone to a youth... Uh, yeah, we'll have to, I'll ask him how it is. Yeah. Um, I don't do lectures. No, no lect- I don't know. Yeah, don't the lectures I can remember is getting lectured at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy memories, happy yeah. memories. Oh, no, I, I mean, don't know, school in Glasgow wouldn't school. have been the easiest. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I went to a school where I don't think the teachers actually like kids. <laughs> to tell you the truth. Short straw. And I was, I, I was in F... One F, right down to four F. Yeah. And um, the teacher used Any to Any significance of the letter? <laughs> yeah. If you went to G, you had to repeat a year. Oh, right. Um, so I was quite proud of staying in F. But I constantly got, you're not as clever as your sister. Uh, and was your <laughs> sister clever? She was an A, yeah. Oh, she was an A. And my brother, he was an A. And letting, we all went to the same school. Letting the side down, yeah, Ron. My other sister, Maureen, who lives here, she went to eat her lunch. Her husband keeps telling me. <laughs> oh, you mean to go to <laughs> school? to school to eat her lunch. <laughs> but no, school days weren't particularly happy for me. There was a lot of bullying at our school. It'd be pretty tough, yeah. Isn't it interesting? The only person I can remember, apart from a couple of friends, was a, was a class bully. Yeah. And I still remember his yeah. name. Okay. Yeah. Harry. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Surname? So, no. no. I still remember it. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. the only one I can remember. Wow. Yeah. Um yeah, I didn't enjoy school. I left at 15 and a half. I couldn't wait. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. But and anyway, then we'll yeah, what did you move on to then? What did you start I, I, at? I joined, a, well, I joined a paper mill in, in um, Glasgow. A, right. a huge paper mill, Clyde Paper Mill. Uh-huh. And I worked there for about six or nine months. And then this guy rang me up and said, was interested in coming to work for him. But my voice hadn't dropped at the time. Oh, I was so what was, he, what was he involved He thought with? I was a young girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was he imported polythene bags and carrier bags and packaging. Yeah, yeah. And he was Jewish. Uh-huh. Jack Jack Zolte, absolutely brilliant businessman. Uh-huh. And he said, "Would I come for an interview on the Sunday? Because of course Saturday is their Sabbath." Mm-hmm. So I went up Hill Street in Glasgow, which is just off um, Kelvin um, Kelvin Park area. It was quite a it was quite a, an old area behind Socky Hall Street. Oh yeah, and at this yep. tenement building, yep. and into this dreadfully dreadfully dull looking office. And Jack's sitting there with his Jewish bloody hat on. You oh know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so Simon, and and they offered me a job. Yeah. Were they not shocked when you but, came but they in? They were shocked that, that was a boy. They actually yeah, thought yeah. I was a girl. They'd actually never <laughs> asked me. That's true. My voice didn't drop till I was 17. And uh, it was a constant source of embarrassment. But I worked for them for, um, what, 10 years. Okay. Yeah. They were fabulous to work yeah, yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, And so when, did you, so when did you come out? Well, I, I went down to London with Jack. He asked me to go down to London and work. Oh, okay. Selling carrier so that was bags within that 10 years. Yeah. So they expanded. Yes, yeah, so I went down there for three and a half years. And then I got homesick for Glasgow. I miss Glasgow. You had a good life there. Yeah. And I came back just not to, at school. I came, just not at school. <laughs> I came back to Glasgow and my boss um, moved down to London permanently and opened up um, oh, okay. an office in London. Yep. And bought his first Rolls Royce from within six months of living. He was an amazing salesman. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. brilliant salesman. The Jewish, Jewish people are just so good mentally, business-wise, just uh-huh. so focused and so direct. Uh-huh. And he was great to work for, as long as you worked hard. 
um, you know, he, he yeah, was really, yeah. really good to work so for. So you went back to Glasgow doing that while yeah, he was in London I, sort I, of thing? Yeah, and then I came and then then I came over here. So what made you decide to come here? My sister, Maureen, lives here, Malcolm. Yep. They emigrated when they were, oh, what, 23, 24? Oh, okay. To get married in Glasgow on Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> would you believe? And then sailed out to New Zealand. Yeah, because of course months, you would sail. That would be like a three months. Mu- yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten months later with my wee ne- with my nephew, Eddie. Maybe it was 11 months later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got to be careful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could have been a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be safe. <laughs> be safe. And they emigrated out to Dunedin. Yeah. Right, and they all came to Dunedin. So Malcolm d- and Maureen. So and, they picked um, Dunedin to yeah, come to. And Eddie was, I think, nine months old when they arrived in Dunedin. Okay. Yep. And um, Eddie now lives in Wellington. He's married. My niece lives in Wellington. She's a principal of Newlands College. And um, mother nephew James lives in Wellington as well. Right. So all three of and them. Girlfriend now lives in Wellington. I'm a girlfriend too, now right? lives in Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> it might yeah, be yeah. telling you something, well, maybe. Knows, but I'm, I'm not going. I'm happy no? here. Anyway, no. we better move on to some. Yeah, music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. No, we should keep going. Yeah. So you know, again, going back to the. So you came over because um, did Maureen and Malcolm tell you what? what a sort well, of... well, I came over for a holiday. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mom, I had no intention of ever leaving Glasgow. I was really happy in Glasgow. Um, after I'd gone back from London, I, I realised how much I'd missed it. So when are we talking here? Like talking 70s? 1972. 72, okay. I yep. came out for a holiday for four weeks and I enjoyed it. It was great. Uh, I had a good time, but I, I never really intended um, coming mm. back to live. And then I went back to Glasgow and Jack sold his company and moved down to London. Yep. And my job kind of Oh, okay. E- so evaporated. he sold that business. He moved yeah, it he all. Moved. And you didn't go with him? No. Nah. I didn't want to go back to London. Yeah. Um, and, um, so a bit I of thought, a crossroads. Well, yeah, so I didn't know what to do and tossed a coin, <laughs> came, <laughs> yeah. down, came down tails, and I came out here for a holiday. Sorry, okay. I came out here to live. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay, and, so and to tell you the truth, I didn't like Dunedin. It was, I'm sorry. Was it, it was too quiet? dreadfully quiet. Yeah. It was 1974. Yeah, and stuff and shut, you know, stuff there was, was closing shut, all the time. Six o'clock and, yeah. at night, the pubs, well, I think the pubs were open, but I'd go to the pub wearing my suit, my Chelsea boots, and I'd look totally out of place. Yeah, yeah. And I had a pink suit that I'd bought in London, <laughs> and I'd go to the pub with that. So, of course, they all thought, they all thought you were gay. And then I started working for Radio 4XO So, that, how, so how did you get Get into that because you had no experience no, in radio. I, I flew. Did you this, just black it? This, no, this is, this is true. I was living uh, in Auckland. Oh, so you went I, to Auckland? Yeah, I was working for a furniture company. So, th- so you uh, came to Dunedin? Yeah, and stayed did, here a year and a half. Okay, and, and didn't then really. Left. Nah, it no. wasn't me. It was too small, too conservative. Yeah, yeah. And it just so wasn't what did you do here enough. when you first came? I worked for Rothman's Cigarettes, selling oh, okay. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do um, they have a factory here or is it no, just more? No, they had an so, office here. So it was more on the sales sort yeah, of? Yeah, sales, yep. putting up posters and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, which yeah, I absolutely merchandising. hated. Absolutely yeah. hated. And, um, but then I, you were dealing with people, you were dealing well, with shops and yeah, things. Yeah, but I didn't smoke. So <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, that's just, you know. I, I but in start. those days, I guess smoking still in start. the 70s was probably seen as quite start. a... Yeah, it was 42, cig- 42 cents a packet. But it's also seen as something that wasn't, you know, too... The, the health warnings no, weren't no, in there, no, were they, or anything like that in those days? That. I mean, I got 1,200 cigarettes a month for my own use. Yeah. And I wasn't smoking. So I used to give them away to friends. Sure, sure. Um you know, and we sponsor because I mean, when they first when cigarette when did cigarettes actually first come out on the commercial market? Because oh. the first it was like almost like a health thing, yeah. wasn't it? Well, it was, I suppose I suppose a lot of it started during the first and the second world war. Okay, everybody yep. smoked. Everybody smoked in pictures. Right. If you watch pictures like so, it was the cool thing to do. and Laramie, yeah, yeah. they're all lighting yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know, you watch movies and you always saw people with cigarettes. Sure. Now you watch a movie 
and you'd never see that because no, no. nobody thought of the health risks. So the odd one, you eh? And, and, and vaping, yeah. I guess, is another yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I probably. But even then, it does stand out, doesn't it? it when you, say, you think, I, I hate vaping. I think it's dreadful. I think yeah. it's personally worse than cigarettes. And again, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's you know, it's a similar scenario. And this is probably what the companies know. They, they, it, when it first comes in. It's all okay, but it's like 10 years down the track, yeah. things start coming yeah. in the game. Well, all, actually, yeah, this is not ki- good. All the kids are vaping, and yeah. I just think it's terrible. Yeah. Um, and I don't it's think, not gonna do I don't think they, should, um, they should allow it, quite frankly. Yeah. I can't see a smoke-free well, New Zealand. I don't think that'll ever happen, quite frankly. And I don't know how you change it, but you've got to change people's cultures. Well, yeah, it is. And it's, well, it's like and anything, it is, it's addictions, isn't yeah. it? It's, and I mean, and I've been to so many people's funerals um, in, say, the last 10, 15 years, and probably 60 or 70% of them have died from lung cancer. Really? Yeah. And, and most of them have been chain smokers all their yeah, lives. Yeah, well, that would have been like 50s and yeah. si- the 50s, yeah. 60s and 70s yeah. were the huge... Chain smokers. Yeah. I had yeah. friends that used to just smoke one after another. Yeah. You know? And that was, yeah. Because there was no health warnings then, no. and it was just no. a habit. And no, you went to the pictures, and yeah. half, of the picture oh. when I, half of the pictures when I came here were not... One half was non-smoking, and one half was smoking. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, they had and a, you sit there like, non-smoking, and it all come across. Well, it's like you. on planes. It's I remember crazy. when we, we immigrated yeah, over yeah. in 1975, yeah. and we were in non-smoking, but yeah. the smoking was like there was just a curtain. I know. And I remember because we had no. I'd never had never been, uh, you know, in in a smoky environment like that because I was only ten or eleven, yeah. and I just remember my eyes were oh, weeping. Like I was on a plane for ten, twelve hours, and I it was know. just horrendous. It's shocking. Yeah. Um, but the, the half the half of the cinema that didn't smoke was priceless because it just came straight oh, over. Just, yeah. the roads, anyway, I've That's got a wee story to tell later yeah. about but anyway, a, we're, we're, a packet of cigarettes yeah. that I lost. <laughs> well, you can tell it now. We'll just keep going. We'll yeah, go with sure. the flow. Okay, yeah, I was, yeah, I was totally. one for Rothmans. And, and to yeah. be fair, Rothmans were a really good company to work for, but it wasn't me. But I was up in central Otago, and this um, retailer had asked me for 200 um, cigarettes yeah. from my, my case so right. I went out and I opened a, a, a brand new carton of 10,000 cigarettes and took 200 in yeah. and what I did was I, I put the carton of cigarettes on, on the roof of the car okay. for some reason walked in, gave them the 200 signed for it, walked out and drove and, drove <laughs> and forgot they were on the roof <laughs> I got back to Dunedin and I said to my boss um I said, um, you know, I've got, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. what I said. I've just lost a carton of 9,800 cigarettes. <laughs> and he just said it was the craziest bloody thing he'd ever heard. And, then, no. and it was true. Never, never got them back. No, no, you wouldn't have hit no, oh, classic. Some guy in Central Otago um, <laughs> got a 9,800 9, <laughs> pack of cigarettes. It's a decent haul, so, I guess. Yeah, so I stayed yeah. with him five months and then I left and went yeah. up to Auckland. Yeah, and then so yeah, and, yeah. and so again, you're on your own though. Yeah. You have no anyone up there, or was it just no, a total? Didn't know a single soul. I stayed nine months, and I went back to Scotland, and I stayed okay. back in Scotland a year. But it was it was the year of year of discontent, strikes everywhere. Yeah, the really se- mid seventies, eh? Mid seventies, the power cuts. You were getting yep. into a restaurant. Was it three day weeks three day as well? Wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were yeah. getting into a restaurant, and you'd be halfway through your meal, and the lights would <laughs> yeah, go yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 the birth rate went sky high in Britain uh-huh. during the three day working week. <laughs> but winter it was so cold, everybody Everyone just went there, to yeah, bed. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, it, it it just 
I don't know, you can't turn the clock back no matter how much you want to. Yeah. And well, I, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I came back, but I came back to Auckland. I didn't come back to Dunedin. Right. And this is true. I came down here for a long weekend to visit my sister and the kids. And it was June 1981, Queen's birthday weekend, and okay. I flew down. And my niece said to me, there's a job at Radio 4 XO for a salesman. Why don't you go for Uncle Ron? Well, she was about 10. And I said, no, nah, I'm not interested. And she'd cut it out of the paper oh, and really? handed it to me. And I went for an interview on the Sunday and got the job. Oh, nice. And okay. stayed, what, 32 sure. years in commercial yeah, yeah. radio and sales, yeah. sales manager. So the 10-year-old yeah. man, she probably, ch- they probably talked about it. Maureen probably thought. Yeah, I, I didn't want to come back here to live. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, well, I'll give it a go. And to be fair, Forex, so at that time was in a bit of a, a whirlwind. It had been hugely successful under Mike Baker. And then a couple of other managers come in and it had gone downhill badly. Yeah. Um, there was a... But it was still a very vibrant time then, wasn't oh, it? Even absolutely. the 80s. It was, yeah. yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, we had people was, like us, yeah. you know. In, in Dunedin? In Dunedin, yeah. Oh, okay. And Karen Hay was Karen, here too? Karen Hay, Was yeah. that before her... Oh, around she the time? Was, she was radio doing pictures. radio with pictures. Yeah. yeah. And so she was in Dunedin? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Jim Mora. Yep, um, yep. You know, John. but John Gadsby, he was incredible. Right. He was the most amazing copywriter. Uh-huh. He didn't write a lot, but what he wrote was That's absolutely co- brilliant. Yeah. He was so talented. And Mike Hosking, he was young. He was only 21, I think. Uh-huh. But he was very, very good as right. an announcer. Sure. You know, so yeah. Um, Sheldon, Sheldon Martha, right? The horse race, the horse race yeah, commentator's yeah. son worked for us. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's real Martha, wasn't real it? Martha, yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Dag, Neville Mack, with some fantastic people. Yeah. Um, and then, and then we got a new manager, and he just turned the whole thing around, and. You know, were there Richard any Rainer. women involved in that in those days? Oh yeah, there were, yeah, but that was all behind. Was it none on air? A lot of women in the sales team. None yeah, on air. okay. None yeah. on air. Yeah, no. it's amazing, eh? No, the, you the look back at, it. at night. It was all guys. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't remember a woman being on air at all at that time. It was sure. all blokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and in the I, team, you had a good, yeah, good bunch. And, and quite a lot of gay guys. You know, yeah, we had yeah. a lot of people who, who were who were gay. And right. I kind of went to the pictures with them quite uh-huh. often. And I think people thought I was as well. Yeah, yeah. But I was just happy. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I had wonderful times at 4 So It was just incredible. Yeah. And I, I love a radio, and I never ever expected to be behind a microphone. Yeah, yeah, but that's the whole idea, was, isn't it? That and just, that's what it, you know, that Access just, Radio was that just about. Started purely by chance, yeah. Because in that, that Access Radio here started in the first, oh maybe nineteen ninety. God, I'm trying to think, nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety one. Yeah. And that was the whole idea of it. You know, anyone can do it. Yeah. And you don't have to be, you know, and, and the and the level of so perceived quality or whatever oh, what's right, right is, yeah. is not necessarily no, the only I, way. I, I mean, if you listen to the, to the announcers today talking about when they met the Queen and interviews that they did in New Zealand, mm. all the accents are very, very pop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? And there was a way... But, I mean, that was, I mean yeah. nobody in New Zealand talks like that no. very often, no. and certainly not in Scotland, but, you know, all the all the different, all the British accents Well, it was the Radio New Zealand Radio sort of New very sort BBC-orientated yeah. and now, weird. No, no. Yeah, now it's going the other way, and it's great. Yeah, yeah it's and us, you, you got it? Jimmy Wogan in, in, in the UK, and he kind of changed things. With the Irish act, and he was brilliant. Okay. Oh, Terry you know, Wogan. Terry Wogan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he was amazing. Uh huh. Yeah. 
So anyway, we're about to play some music. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, no, that's yeah. This is the, I, you know, it's good to get an insight into things. And yeah, it's all, um, you know, obviously that Scottish yeah. background yeah. that you've got. I, I mean, I love radio. I mean, I, I've been involved in music since I was a kid, but not on air. Yeah, I, I started on air at Radio Dunedin um, twelve years ago, purely right. by chance. You right, know, right. The announcer had passed away. And Lindsay Rackley said, would you like to give it a go? For You're a Scot. And I said, no, no way. I said, give it a go for a couple of weeks. And, yeah. and I did, and I've been doing it for 12 years. Yeah. And then I started my own show here, yep. Culling All Scots. Yep. Um, so, sorry, Scots Wahey, yeah. um, which is on every second Sunday, 2 o'clock to 3. Right, right. Yeah. After, and so that's, that's after on, the uh, that's on Corries? That's this Sunday, but on um, the following Sunday. Okay, and that's uh, Scots Wahey, isn't that Scots the Corries tune? Yep. Corries tune, eh? Yep. No, Scots Wahey was written by Robbie Burns. Oh, was it? Okay, right, yeah. right. But yeah. there's a, a Corries tune, eh? It's a Corries tune. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. 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 I don't think yeah. I've got. No, it was I... written by Robbie Burns um, ah, when he visited the field of battle Burns. at Bannockburn. Right. And it was originally called Tutti Tutti. Okay. <laughs> and it's not exactly the greatest greatest name. <laughs> We'd better to call it to a moose. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we're not paid to be comedians. <laughs> no, we're no. not paid at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the time when we should have paid some Chick Murray. Anyway, we're yeah, go- yeah. I'm going to feature a few more songs. I'll tell you off- a wee story yeah. about Chick Murray later. Okay. Um, I was talking to you about Run Rig, of course, yeah. um, and this is the early Run Rig with Donnie Munro on the yeah. vocals. We're going to oh, feature yeah. a few more tunes. We've got the Cutter and the Clan album, um, which came out in 1987. So this was must have been one of the yeah the pretty early days. Yeah. Although this is uh, looks like most of it's in oh there's a couple of Gaelic tunes we'll play them, but I've got um, the Cutter lined up. So let's have a listen to that, and um, yeah, we'll come back with Ron. Kids 
Red Hot Chili Pipers there with the uh, track The Lost. Why did you choose that one, Ron? Was there any uh, particular uh, reason? Yeah, because the reason they called it Lost was because they lost it. <laughs> <laughs> they lost they, what? They lost the track. They had done all these tracks. Oh, okay. And they had done they had done this one. So this is one of the original tracks. This is one of the original yeah. tracks. Yeah. And um, they put it away somewhere and couldn't find it. Ah, okay. And found it about a year later yep. and didn't know what to call it. So this guy said, oh, we'll call it The Lost. <laughs> nice one, So nice that's one. what they did. So if people don't know, the Red Hot Chili Pipers are um, bagpipes with attitude, drums with a Scottish accent, it's jock and roll, it's mainly, it, it's a it's a basically a show band yeah, featuring uh, three they're, they're, pipers. They're just, they're just fantastic. But they do a lot of well-known tunes, a lot of yeah. covers, but they do put in the odd traditional tune yeah. and the odd original. And I yeah. see now they've actually yeah. even got vocalists coming in and yeah. doing stuff, which yeah. I don't know. So, but, I, I don't you know, know they've got to keep them. evolving. They, they do eh? smoke on the water by Deep Purple, and that's yep. on this CD. Yeah, I have the tiger. And that's absolutely brilliant. I have the tiger and Queen. Yeah, um, rocking all over the world. Yeah. yeah. Hey Jude. Yeah. They were discovered in Graham Nor- on Graham Norton's show When Will We Be Famous? Uh, yep. About fifteen yep. years ago. Yep. And they came to Dunedin, but I didn't. Oh, I, didn't I was get fortunate. To see I actually them. was involved I was in that. I was I involved. I spent be. I spent about ten days with them, oh, and we wow. had a really good time. I wish I'd known you zapping then. around there. Yeah, we had a and the show. The show at Town Hall was fantastic. And we yeah. did, um, yeah, it was all, wow, where else did we go? We went to Christchurch, Queenstown, um, uh, Hastings, Wellington, Hamilton, and Auckland. They oh, did a massive, yeah. the main reason why they came out was because the Rugby World Cup yeah. was on, and they played at the Victor Arena um, the night before, it was the night before the England-Scotland game. Oh, wow, yeah. And they had about, like, they got about 6,000 people that night. Yeah. And, and, and it was a big night, you know, it was a big celebration. Yeah. Oh, of, look, yeah, they're, they're yeah. absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's, it's bagpipes and drums with attitude. It is. And it, and, they're, and I know Hororat has been looking at trying to get them out. Oh, and, wow. and it's, you know, it, it may well happen. It's yeah. one of those things, it's a timing I'd thing. I'd go to that. But it's just the doubt. thing is, you know, it's the same... You know, our so Hororata, if people don't know, is the Highland Games. It's the sort of Kiwi Highland Games yeah. in Hororata, which is just um, south of Darfield. South of Darfield, yeah. Um, and they have um, a full Highland Games event. They have piping competitions, dancing competitions, lots of stuff for the kids. I know Haraways yeah. are involved there and yeah. doing stuff. Uh, the Kilted Run, yeah. uh, stalls yeah. and activities. Brilliant. It's a, it's a, you know, I think it's like twenty thousand, twenty. Yeah. Out, yeah, it's on a it's on one of these big A and P show yeah. sort of grounds. Yeah. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Um, and 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 they, yeah, I think they're celebrating twenty years now or something wow. like that. But the thing is, there's nothing. Uh, and the unfortunate thing for them, I think they're in the first week of November. Um, and for a band like the Chili Pipers to come through, you need a couple of events like yeah. that. So, like, if we were the following weekend or the next day, tie them in. then that would start yeah. to look more feasible. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and I know there's a guy, there's a guy, there's a couple of Scots who, I don't know if you knew, um, who were involved in this tour. Um, one of the, they, they own the uh, Vector Arena. Oh, wow. And they bought and they set that Victor Arena up. And actually, one of them, and he's based in Hastings, uh, Bruce. McIntosh, McTavish, McTavish maybe. Um, he was brought down here to oversee and advise on the stadium. And a lot of the work he suggested, you know, for because originally the stadium was supposed to be a multi-purpose yeah. entertainment venue. Yeah. Yeah. And it sort of is, but it sort of mm. is. A lot of the um, 
because they turned the vector around and did a lot of work on that and got that got that going to what it is now, which is fabulous, a fabulous venue. Uh, a lot of the recommendations he put through here to have done at the stadium yeah. were not, were not um, implemented. No, they weren't yeah. implemented because it was really the cherry on top, sure. and it was yeah. sort of like you're talking another ten, fifteen million. Yeah. Expenditure, which yeah. you know we're sort of not not the best now. Yeah. Um, and the best, but yeah. So, so he's. Uh, I think he's involved in there's uh, in Hastings. I think something's coming up, mm. and they may well because um, he could probably just do it off. Off, you know, off, if he wanted yeah. to do it, he'd make it happen. Yeah. Um, and that may well be. So it could be yeah. Hastings that. Oh, um, good. Can see Six Sixty are coming. They're doing a show. They're in America at the moment. Six Sixty, but they're doing a show in New Zealand next year, and they're in Dunedin. Oh, they're doing I the stadium. March, yeah, the stadium. yeah. I think they yeah. do that every few years, don't yeah. they? They've got that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I, I believe. I think they played in uh, uh, in Edinburgh. Yeah. Not long. Ago. I know they did London. I mean, they're amazing. I mean, they've gone from from nothing student parties, student parties. Yeah, that's the way. To yeah, that's the beauty of the it all. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 the breeze put the breeze used to interview them an awful lot, um, and you know they've got a lot of profile from commercial radio stations. Yeah. 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 Oh, you yeah, know, it's just it's it's like anything these days. You just got to get in and yeah. in amongst everything. Yeah, it was like it was like Bohemian Rhapsody. And nobody wanted to, nobody wanted well, it when it first yeah. came out. That's right because it's, it's too long, it's, wasn't it's it? One what? of the it's best. It's one of the best songs in the is world. It about eight, it's at least it's eight, about eight, eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same. It was Sultans of Swing. Yeah, brilliant. It was another one Sultans that Swing's it was fabulous. A, and that was quite an extensive. Yeah, a long. Yeah, well, I play that on my show from time to time. Because a lot of people don't know that Martin Offler's from Glasgow. Okay. Yeah. So, so ah. yeah. Martin Offler was born in Glasgow, and Billy Connolly, when he was a milk boy, used to del- deliver milk to Martin Offler's family. Right. So that's how he knew them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Martin Offler then went down to London. Yep. And um, just huge. Because it was mid seventies when they. Sultans yeah. of Swing was his yeah. first. It was a real eh? track, and the the guitar work on it is just sensational. Yeah, it was one of those unique things. I've seen some footage. I think it must have been on their first European tour. You know, like and, him, yeah. and he's got hair and everything, yeah. and, it's, yeah. and they're just quite geeky. Yeah, I know, and, and amazing. Uh, but amazing. Yeah. yeah, I saw him in Christchurch. Unique. I went up to Christchurch. Yeah, Radio Four XO and put on two buses for the listeners, ah, okay. and we went up to Christchurch to Lancaster Park uh-huh. and heard them there, and it was just oh, yeah. just incredible. Fantastic. Anyway, yeah, no, 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 because he did. It sort of ties in now. He did a soundtrack. What's what's the soundtrack? Was it called something Hero? There's yeah. a movie, and it was a yeah. Scottish movie. I yeah. think he did it, and I still think today that's yeah. quite a sought after, you know, album piece yeah. of work. Yeah, um, I mean, I think he was. I think he was about sixteen or seventeen when he left um, Glasgow. Um, to go down to right. London, and I think he went down at the same time as Donovan because Donovan and him were so Donovan was Scottish Donovan as well from Glasgow as uh-huh. well. Yeah, yep. Donovan Leach. Yeah, there was Glasgow. a lot did that because Lloyd Cole, he was um, you know Lloyd Cole on the yeah. commotions. He was um, yeah, and he's visited here a few yeah. times now. But he was originally from Glasgow, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, the Scottish music scene in those, and I wasn't involved in it at all. Mm. But this because I, I I used to sing in it. In the Scottish Junior Singers, I wasn't involved in that area at all. But a, a lot of Scottish singers did go down to London because that's yeah. where. Well, it's like at, the like here you go to Auckland. Yeah, look yeah. at Lulu. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, singing in Glasgow um, at dance halls and then down to London and world famous. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was just looking here. I've got the Forever Edinburgh site up. So what's what's on um, in Edinburgh this weekend? Um, Riding of the Marches. 
is on. Um, it takes place on Sunday. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, it's on, on Ed- Edinburgh's historic Royal Mile, and it plays host to 280 horses and riders as part of the celebrations of the annual reenactment of the ancient custom of the Edinburgh Riding of the Marches. Mm-hmm. So it's led by the Edinburgh's uh, Lord Provost. There's pipe bands, flag, flag bearers. It's free to attend. Um, world-class riders, so they maybe they put on a bit of a show. Runs uh, for about two or three hours up, up the Royal Mile up from the, the looks of things. Wow. Um, the roots of the Edinburgh riding of the marches dated back to 1579 when Edinburgh had to work to protect its common land from attack of from raiders. The ancient custom of inspecting the Burg marches, B-U-R-G, B-U-R-G, Burg marches or boundaries became a regular yeah. occurrence. Butter. But yeah, okay. The butter was a boundary, and yeah. It became a regular occurrence. Um, historical records from 1584 show that the Nick Boris of Edinburgh were instructed to meet at the Lord Provost's house and be ready to a- inspect the marches. Townspeople who did not attend the event were fined. Rides were held on a regular basis from 1579 to 1718. Um, no other ridings were carried out until 1946 when a special riding the marches was held in Edinburgh to c- celebrate peace and the end of the war. Mm. Today's modern day event includes an epic 26 mile route which finishes in the grand final grand cavalcade up Edinburgh's, Edinburgh's most famous street. Um, it's a rare opportunity to see the ceremonial blue blanket. The original was said to have been the battle flag of the Edinburgh trades at the Battle of Flodden in 1513. Wow. Well, there we go. That's on this weekend if you want to zip yeah. over. You've got time. I yeah. think you could get, just they make it Sunday. That, they might that tie that into a procession for um, the Queen. Well, know, who with knows? With yeah, her, but doesn't. Her dying in and that's, that's an interesting thing with the Queen passing. Don't they go into to like a period of mourning where nothing happens? Is that something? I'm, I'm not sure if they still do that. Uh, I saw on one of my. Um, I know feeds, the Queen Victoria did. She went into. More than for the rest of her life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After Albert but, died, yeah, yeah, oh, she yeah, wore yeah, black yeah, true. every but single I think, day. Doesn't, yeah, I think they lay in state for a while, and because yeah. I heard something about ten days from. Yeah, well, it'd be the, hard the, for people to get flights over quickly. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, but, but then watched. I yeah I saw that like, the Premier League I think yeah. that because we were talking about football yeah. earlier I think that's going to be put, I think everything's on hold yeah. uh, maybe for the weekend yeah. Yeah. and then they'll get back in get after that to. but um, okay. yeah yeah so yeah. Um, yeah we'll come back and there's a few other things on in Edinburgh this um, weekend that we'll check through but you have got a track here lined up Ron what was yep. it Fraser Fraser Bruce Fra- Fraser Bruce yep and so it's tell a us track, a bit about that well it's a track about the Ibrox football disaster um, which I was actually at. Um, and he was supposed to be at, but he and his mates started singing in this pub, mm-hmm. and the, the barman kept giving them drinks to keep the crowd there. And he was actually at supposed to be in the aisle thirteen that that collapsed. Oh, okay. Uh, Ibrox and my brother and I were there as well, and we left about quarter of an hour before the game ended. Yeah, and there was about sixty people died. So you get beaten. That. We were getting beaten. What happened was, um, <laughs> so this is Rangers Ranger, and Celtic. Rangers Celtic, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, okay, and Celtic will win nothing up. New Year's Day, so you weren't feeling the best. No, Rangers. <laughs> I was only about, I don't know what age I was, probably sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, and Rangers scored, and all the fans came back in again, and. Aisle 13 just, just collapsed. collapsed. Yeah. Right. And there was 56, 60 people killed, hundreds injured. Just dreadful. Just terrible. Yeah. So yeah. this is a song about the Ibrox football disaster.
Parcel of rogues are John McLean, Sammy's bar, bus busk again. It's great to sing the harmonies, you know. Oh, we're going to miss the match, Big Alan. The session in the Scotch is going well. John Rowan's giving points away, trying to make the punter stay. It's working as the crowds begin to swell. Oh, it's five o'clock, we'll have to go, Big Alan. We promised we'd be home in time for tea I wonder how the game has gone I think I heard that Celtic won But, oh, no, no, no That just can't be Did you hear what Archie said, Big Alan? There are two folks dead at Ibrooks Park As we made the journey home the numbers rose again and again This nerdy game is turning very dark Jinky Johnson had just scored a goal for Celtic Then an equaliser came from Colin Steen The Rangers fans all went mad They jumped with joy and that was sad it caused a crush on Stairway 13 66 died in the crush, Big Alan To think that you and I should have been there We had tickets for the end Where the Rangers fans descend Down that steep, steep stair for just a time the fans were all united Remembering the families and the dead Fathers, mothers, daughters, sons This affected everyone There were prayers throughout the city being said It was the second day of January began The year was 1971 A time when most gods dance and sing A party time for all lang sign Not this year for Glasgow's blue and green made with support from the Dunedin City Council Community Grant Scheme and the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. The Society fosters the historical sister city link between Dunedin and Edinburgh as well as planning local Scottish-themed events. A highlight will be the annual St Andrew's Day celebrations to be held in the Octagon on November 27th. 
Keep an eye on the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Facebook page for updates. Special thanks also to Haraways for their great prize giveaways on kilts and kiwi. Hey, hey yeah, uh, Ron and Simon here at Kilts and Kiwi. Um, yeah, Haraways, great uh, sponsors of us. Um, fully involved in the in the Celebrate St Andrew's Day event on the Sunday there. We um, give free Odie pancakes away there, making pancakes with toppings and bits and pieces. And um, uh, this year, of course, we've got Evans, Evansdale cheese, with, um, and we've got Nairns, Nairns crackers, um, which people can have um, and uh, pies, right? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we'll, yeah, we we'll sell get haggis pies, pies again and, from yeah. here, all the pies. And, and you're doing some stuff with this. Yeah, is, well, so is this with with the haggis pies? Is, uh, or is it? Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, they do a whole range of pies, and Steve is really, really good. Steve's English and bought who ate all the pies, and he's a fantastic supporter of us. And I've done a few deals with him for the Cancer Society and for St Andrew's Day. So we'll be selling pies again. We'll have haggis pies and we'll have scotch pies, which are mutton with a wee bit of spice in it. And they're brilliant. English port pies because they're pies and vegetarian pies. A couple of the bases. Yeah, and we're hoping to have some beer from um, the... Polytechnic Brewing School. Yeah, yep, along with in, Emerson's. In, yep, along yep. with Emerson's. So, and and it's, yeah, we can do tastings there. Yeah, not, so look, and, and people it's, can it's buy, a buy a pint. It's and, a brilliant day. I think there'll be a cruise ship in that day. There is, and it's a big one. It's quite and, a big one. Yeah, so yeah. put that in your diary. It's the last Sunday Fingers in November. Fingers crossed on the weather as always. Yeah, last Sunday in November. Four hours of fantastic Scottish entertainment. Right. Um, Bracken will be there selling their beautiful haggis balls and all mm. the other stuff they do. Yep. Ian Seater's back Ian to do Seater. that. Well, hopefully Ian Seater is back. He is. Yeah, it's good, all, yeah, good. All locked in and That's sorted. Excellent. Confirmed. Um, confirmed no, it's Ian, a brilliant day. People don't know and, Ian's and it's getting and it's getting bigger. Um, yeah, each it's time. One of those things you just COVID kind of knocked us back a bit, but um, you know yeah. we bounce out of that. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. And, and celebrate this because it is unique. And it's unique in um, New Zealand. Yeah, in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, four hours of entertainment. It's probably unique around the world. If, well, yeah, but we're definitely some Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. the, and it's, it's not Florida. All Florida and Dunedin's Florida does a bit. Yeah. They're quite heavily. Yeah, we were talking about we them at chat with them again. yesterday. Yeah, we've chatted with them a couple yeah. of times, um, and they do quite a lot of um, Scottish activity yeah. over there, yeah. a- and including um, St Andrew's Day. Yeah. Uh, probably more so than the Scots themselves in many ways. Yeah. Um, but if people don't know, we mentioned Ian Seater. He's a, a fab- fabulous. Um, uh, haggis, what, what would you call him? He dresses the haggis. He, he, he puts on a yeah, show, though, he doesn't he? He puts on a show. He's a showman. He's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a comic. And he does it He does it absolutely brilliantly. Um, he, he teases the crowd. And he just does such a good haggis ceremony. And it's just a joy to watch. And I've watched lots and lots of haggis ceremonies and never understood what they're all about. And I'm Scottish. But when you watch Ian, you can actually understand what he's saying, yeah. which makes such a difference. <laughs> and it's just a brilliant day. Yeah. It really and is. the good thing is, people can try it you know again if you've never tried it yeah that is there it's on offer and And it's it's amazing how many people try it and think oh wow that's not bad it's not bad yeah Yeah. so i've been selling pies for child cancer because it was wig week and i'd look silly in a wig so i thought well i'll do a bit of fundraising so i've been selling pies to friends and people i know through some of the um clubs i'm with probus and rotary and stuff like that oh brilliant getting good support nice one and and, yeah so kilts and kiwi we another thing that's happening this weekend in edinburgh is Gin to My Tonic show, Ooh. which offers a rare opportunity for gin enthusiasts to meet the makers behind 60-plus premium gin brands. Now, I know in like New Zealand, this it's just booming, and, yeah. and they're, they're all, you know, all over the place. Of yeah. course, we've got one out at Sandy Mount that's yeah. getting developed. Um, the guy's actually putting in a tasting room. I think he's probably got yeah. it ready now. It's amazing. looks over... Um, 
one of the beaches there down in um, San, as you head towards uh, Lover's Leap, he's just down there. Where's Sandy Mount? Sorry. Sandy, so you're, um, you're going up towards, you go past the turn off for Lanark's Castle. Oh, yeah. You keep heading on towards, um, so yeah, towards yeah. tunnel, uh, towards, towards uh, Lover's Leap. Lover's Leap, yeah. And as you head down, Sandy Mount, there's those kilns, those yeah. old lung, it's just oh, yeah. right there. Wow. He's in there. Um, oh, that's a good, that would be a good base. I mean, I've, I've never particularly liked gin. Um, it was seen as a woman's drink in, in Scotland. Guys mm. drank whiskey, guys didn't drink gin. Right. But it's become very, very popular in the UK. And they're even doing mulled gin in the UK. Yeah. So you no, can, they've, had, they've got mulled they gin, got here? gin yeah. here. So it's, it's hugely popular. And and the flavours have just changed so much. Yeah. Because it used well, to be, they've added flavour. Yeah, That's the thing, Because it used it? to be called Mother's Ruin. Right, yeah, you know, yeah, there was yeah. A, At one stage in London... I can think of another I, thing it used to be yeah, called. Yeah, I, I can say. only think about... At one stage in London, there was a, over 100 pubs. Like stills. Gin, yeah. gin bars. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, really. But, yeah, and so that bars. was when? Was the, in the 70s? That was, that was in the, no, around the kind of early 1900s. Oh, that far yeah, back. That okay, far right. Back. Ah. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, like now I was just thinking you are saying about mould gin. Um, there's uh, uh, Jenny McDonald's makes gin out of, uh, she, she's over in the, um, in, not the industrial area, over by, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the name of the place now. Um, uh it's over by the harbour anyway, and they make gin from um, bread and, oh, really? and and sort of Goodness. basically throwing yeah. throwouts, yeah, yeah. and and it's fabulous. Yeah. And they do mold, yeah. a mold gin, and yeah. they're at the market. Oh yeah, yeah under the the, on market. the railway sta- uh, yeah. on the platform the there. Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. on the farmers market there every Saturday. Yeah. So there is a, and I think there's actually, and there's guys who used to do, um, who gave us the barrels for our strong yeah. metal stone. Yeah. They're over at number eight yeah. distillery. They're oh, doing yeah. a lot of. Um, yeah. Uh, gin now because it's so easy because you, you make it and you sell it yep. whereas in whiskey you really need to well, well you've got to wait a long time five eight yeah, years eight, ten years yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, 25 so, so years a, sometimes yeah. so that's why and a lot of whiskey yeah. distillers are, are jumping in on gin and, but anyway this one here over 50 distillery and mixer brands as well as 250 craft spirits no shortages of drink and taste to discover. This is in Edinburgh. It's called the Gin to My Tonic Ultimate Gin Festival. Strictly over 18s only. Main attraction is the large variety of distilleries, artesian gin makers, which create what can only be described as gin heaven. Gin heaven. <laughs> it's the UK's biggest gin festival. So um, that, that's on wow. this weekend in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's great. I mean, it's great to see. I mean, this lockdown's been so long in the UK, much, much longer than here. So it's just good to see all these and events. And it's the tail end of the summer, again, isn't it? And the tail it's, end of yeah, the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And they've had a very good summer. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, very it sounds like summer. it has been. Yeah, very hot. Um, and it seems people to be. are coming back from Spain to come back and live in Scotland because yeah. of the weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's too hot in Europe. Mm. Hey, that's been too much. And um, they're yeah. actually brewing wine. I didn't. Not brewing. They're actually growing um, grapes. Grapes in in Scotland. Really? Yeah, for wine. And this is over. It's just been happening over I, the last I, few years. Yeah, so this is this whole global warming thing, 10 isn't it? Years, yeah. And it was it was the comedian Danny Danny Boy, yep. um, who was here about three years ago, and he started talking about it. And he said, in a scale of about one to ten, it's probably about half. Yeah, yeah. The quality. We've got friends down in the south in Sussex. He said they were. This was going back. Um, oh, probably about six six years ago. Yeah, we and there are there were vineyards. Yeah. And they were saying, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, they're saying in Scotland you can't grow it because of the weather. Yeah. um, The weather has changed so much in the last 
10 years. Yeah. Uh, I think that, it's that more noticeable in the UK. Yeah. 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 Although Very it's happening so. here, of yeah. course, it's and everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, Kilts and Kiwi, yep. Um, I've got a, uh, some Battlefield band here lined up, Dukin for Beetroot. Now, Dukin is actually a game. Is a Dukin is where you um, they have apples, yeah. but obviously beetroot yeah. as well, maybe, yeah. which will be a short straw, I've ne- I guess. Never, I've never duked for beetroot. I've certainly duked <laughs> for apples. Yeah, so that and you did it at Halloween. You had ah, a great big, at Halloween. You had a great big barrel full of water, yep. hopefully hot water, and you had apples bobbing in it. Hot water? Why what was it? Because What's you didn't want freezing cold oh, water freezing, to put yeah. your mouth oh, into yeah, 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 yeah. And then you just bent down, yep. and you had to pick the apple up with your teeth. And that was called Dukin for apples. So do they just get? Your, do you just get the like the stalk, or do you have to get the whole apple? No, you How had to you? get the whole apple. You and, weren't allowed to use your hands. Yeah, yeah. You just had to use your mouth. Yeah. And you go Dukin for apples at Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be something we could maybe drown. introduce. <laughs> <laughs> In the old days, it was probably days. a bit more hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you got it, you might be accused of being a witch or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you could get, get one burnt. bite into it and then lose it, and then somebody else would bite into oh, the same <laughs> apple. Yeah. yeah, which is the trouble. This <laughs> the, in this day and age, it's probably not going to happen. But um, yeah, something like that might work yeah, quite well for celebrate well, St Andrew's Day. Yeah, well, I mean, look, it's all too PC at times. You know, it never, it didn't do us any harm. Um, you know, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's all, right. All, that's right. We all turned yeah. out reasonably well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in some ways, you, you get a bit, bit hardier. Yeah, I think things. you do. I mean, we used to kids would you eat mud, and be, I mean, you can be <laughs> wrapped in cotton wool so much. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you, you can be, and I think it's gone that way now. I think kids have to be kids. Get away from the computers. Get out in your bike. Mm. Um, you know, you read Billy Connolly's book. Billy Connolly escaped to the library, and on his bike, and he used to go hundreds of miles on his bike. Yeah. Um, just to get away from his his home life sure, sure. and yeah. the part of Glasgow he was living in because it was such a depressing part. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you just have to be kids. Yeah, so much more technology now. It's it's like anything. It's a happy medium and doing bits yeah, of everything, isn't it? But trying to, I, I yeah. mean, you know, to sit every day in a computer is just not yeah, good for you. Yeah, I know, yeah. Or, or, or in a radio station. Yeah, well, but again, <laughs> but at least we're having a laugh. Two hours, two hours, a, about. two hours yeah, every now and again. Humor. I yeah. mean, you know, I, I love Billy Connolly. I always have, and I've read a lot of his books. And and I, I met him at my golf club before I came out here. So that's right. 1972. Right. He was doing a promotional um, video up at my golf club. Sure. And when he was just getting known. You know, and, and he's just been fantastic. A lot yeah. of people don't like him, fair enough, but I just think he's brilliant. Yeah. And I think he's the best thing. If, you, if you're a bit depressed, like I have had depression, yeah. um, listen to a bit of Billy Connolly and it yeah, cheers you right. up no end. Yeah. You know. Let's go. Let's go on uh, Dukin. Thank you. 
Quilts and Kiwi is made with support from the Dunedin City Council Community Grant Scheme and the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. The Society fosters the historical sister city link between Dunedin and Edinburgh as well as planning local Scottish themed events. A highlight will be the annual St Andrew's Day celebrations to be held in the Octagon on November 27th. Keep an eye on the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Facebook page for updates. Special thanks also to Haraways for their great prize giveaways on kilts and kiwi. So smile in your sleep, bunny baby. 
was the Corries with Hush Hush, and that is a story of when they were clearing the highlands of people um, to make room for sheep. Um, and they weren't just clearing them, they were deporting them and killing them and burning down their cottages. Um, just dreadful. Um, and it wasn't just the English, um, it was the Scots as well, and the Croft, a lot of the um, factors who owned the, the, the lands were Scottish. Didn't yeah. matter, they still were deporting their right. own people because sheep were more profitable than having crofters on their land. Right, right. And so what time period are we talking here? You're talking... Um, around the time of the Battle of Culloden, okay. 1750, yep. 1780, sure. okay. um, the Highland Clearances. Um, yeah, it changed Scotland forever, really. Um, a lot of people went, emigrated, a lot of people were, were sent to Australia, to the colonies, yeah. just to get rid of them, because they wanted sheep on the land. Just, just, just dreadful, but, you know, I suppose it's made Scotland what it is today. It's a strong, independent, well, it's not independent, maybe. <laughs> it's a strong, well, it's, yeah, it's, um, could well very independent soon, eh? um, mm. country, you know, well, that's and, really and a very proud country. And this may well be something quite of, of interest, you know, with, with obviously the changing of the monarchy and um, yeah, those sort could, of things. Yeah, Scotland it, and Wales and things yeah, like that may well push could, could very Ireland. Well, could sort very of, well push yeah, for a, yeah. a referendum again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I know my brother told me that Mickey Mouse got had had a few votes at the last referendum that people were just putting down fictitious names and oh, they were being okay. accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was quite surprising. Brian said my brother lives in Glasgow and he was saying that Glasgow overwhelmingly voted for the referendum yep. and Edinburgh overwhelmingly voted against yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you think of the... The, the 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 base of Edinburgh, which is all um, a lot of overseas companies, banking, insurance. Yeah, they want the they want the status quo to stay. Yeah, the status quo because they thought people would lose their jobs. Yeah. All the big companies would move back down to London. Yeah, yeah, that's, and well, and that's possibly true. Who knows? Well, yeah. that's it. You just don't know. Did you, you do know. it? Eh? That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Kilts and Kiwi Kilts here. And Kiwis. Gigs, gigs over in Edinburgh. Most of them actually. It's interesting just looking at the gigs that are on over the next few days in Edinburgh. Gallus, I haven't come across. They look like an original group. The Smiths. There's a lot of tribute stuff. The Smiths Limited. Joe Wiley. Joe Wiley. Fife Fest. Now, Fife's a nice little area to go to. Yeah, Fife's a beautiful yeah. part of Scotland. It sort of reminds me a little bit of like Devon and Cornwall. Yeah. It, yeah, but obviously, you know, on the on the coast, yeah, it's, it's, on the, on the, it's fishing yeah, and, yeah. and farming and, and, and little sort of harbours and wee harbours. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. area. Yeah, places like Oban. I mean, they're places I remember. Um, so you go there for some summer yeah, sort of trips, wouldn't you? Day trips, day trips yeah. yeah. Anstruther. My, it's true that yeah, my yeah, sister, there, yeah. My sister has been away in Anstruther. My one, the one that lives in Cumbria. Yeah. She, she and her husband have been away for a wee holiday in Anstruther, and and we went there as kids, but we actually can't remember. We we know we were there, but we can't remember anything about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We were probably I was probably five or six. I remember the big dinner gong. The women used to ring the big gong for dinner. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The certain things, yeah, <laughs> certain yeah, things. yeah, And you had to be down for breakfast at half past eight, not twenty-five to nine, or you missed out. All oh, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's a fight. There's actually a fight fest on this weekend. Yeah. But no, five, five. So I used to do business all around that area. Um, yeah, okay. I used, to, I used to travel all over ah, Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up to Aberdeen and. Um, Inverness and all those sorts of places selling polythene carrier bags. Sure, we sure. sold millions and millions and millions of them. 
Yeah, lots, lots of Musselburgh Racecourses got the steady 60s, yeah. really steady 60s. Let's say a lot, a lot of tribute stuff here. Yeah. Um, there's an REM tribute on tomorrow night. Um, the, the Fife Fest is saying that the entertainment yeah. is some of the top tribute bands in the UK. But yeah. I guess it's sort of like, it's that familiarity for yeah, people, the, isn't it? And yeah, just, I, yeah, and I think, I know that COVID's kind of people are just accepting it and getting out and about. And doing, oh, yeah, yeah, and, I'm, I'm, and, yeah and doing, totally. Doing everything. Especially outdoor there's, stuff, there's but I'm just saying the kind of music that they're having. There's a wonderful spirit about it. They're, they're having, so, yeah. They, they, I, I mean, you go to places like Leith, um, where, where the Proclaimers did a lot of yep. their music, Sunshine and Leith and stuff like that. Well, my aunt um, lived in Edinburgh for quite a long time before she went to London. Yep. And I used to go with her down to Leith. Well, Leith's we quite gritty, isn't it? Leith's got a, it's quite akin to sort of Glasgow and, and actually to yeah. North Dunedin, I think. Yeah, we used to there's quite a similarity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it, was, there's, there's it like wasn't sort of, posh at all. It, no, Edinburgh it's was, gritty. But it was pretty. Yeah. But it's the other end of the main sort of area, isn't it? Yeah, of course, parts of Edinburgh are posh. I mean, the book I'm reading at the moment, Scotland is not for the squeamish, is is absolutely brilliant, written by an Irishman. But it's it's fantastic, and it just gives you such a knowledge of how he he saw Scotland and loved it. Yeah, Met people at Robbie Coltrane. um, Oh, yeah, 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 Cracker, um, yeah. People like that, Cracker. And um, started up his own band called Silly Wizard. <laughs> well, yeah, they're reasonably well known too. Yeah, yeah. So this guy started that band. It's just yeah. it's a brilliant book. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. Kilts and Kiwi here um, with Ron and Simon. We'll have another track from Run Rig's The Cutter and the Clan album from 1987. Now, this is in Gaelic, so I'm not, I'll say it, but I, I don't profess to know <laughs> how to pronounce it. We need um, Alison Thornton here. Un Ubel As Ayada. And that's the track we're going to play now. Oh, 
Can do 
So you're saying, Ron, you... That was Tommy Scott. Yeah, so that and used to be in the pubs, that sort of... Well, maybe not the pubs. No? Um, okay. Maybe I'm exaggerating there, but no, we'd sing those when we were probably eight or nine. So that would be like Scottish... Yeah, it's like primary yeah, school, yeah, Scottish Glasgow country dancing songs, stuff. Yeah, because we weren't really into bagpipes and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I played in a pipe band, but I played the drums. Yeah. Um, but we didn't listen to a, a lot of Scottish music in Glasgow. Mm. I, I, well, I certainly didn't. I, I listened to a lot of that stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's comedy Scottish. stuff. That's Scottish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not you mean traditional, like traditional? Yeah, not but then, traditional Scottish. Yeah, but then music. you've got the the accordion, the piano accordion oh, there. Yeah. That's, that would yeah, be seen I, as. Yeah, and I love music. I mean, my mum used to play the piano, and I used to sing in a very, very high voice. Yeah, yeah. Until you were seventeen. <laughs> Until I was seventeen. Yeah, and then life changed. Um, but no, um, I didn't really celebrate my Scottish culture to be truthful until probably when I started doing my Scottish radio show 12 years ago. Yeah, but it's also the fact is you probably, and this is the whole thing, like we were saying about Celebrate St Andrew's Day, you don't really, yeah, you because know, they don't really do that. Do that in, I had never in celebrated Scotland, St Andrew's Day they in don't. Scotland. But it's, and, and it's the same with your Scottish culture. It's not until you leave and then you sort of look back and you're looking. Yeah, well, even you know, then, even I, I didn't celebrate it when I was married. My kids weren't brought yeah. up with it. Um, I really started celebrating it when I started my Scottish radio show and mm-hmm. started to get a love of Robbie Burns, which I couldn't understand at school. Um, yeah, it's an acceptance yeah. of, the, of, your, of, of your uniqueness, I guess. Yeah. And it's just, well, yeah, it's just like, you know, it's really... like this whole thing we'd be touching on with the, um, with the, the way the, the announcers used to speak yeah. in the English sort of thing. Yeah. And now, now we, we are us. We well, are you are doing what, you what are. we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, people but then a lot of the time you're yeah. not because you're, you're, you're suppressed yeah, and, and pushed. People and, say, oh, I mean, you know, your accent hasn't changed. Well, why would it? I mean, you yeah. know, I, I talk the way I've always talked. Yeah, different. Yeah, that's an interesting one. You know, people do. Um, uh, change and, some, and sometimes yeah. consciously, sometimes un- yeah. unconscious, yeah. unconsciously, I, I but it does think, happen. I don't think I've got a strong Glasgow accent. No, but you, you've definitely got that look. But then how often the thing. do you listen to your own voice? Yeah. Very rarely. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah. A, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? How, and, 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 and how it varies from people to people. Yeah, I mean, you listen um, to Billy Connolly in his early days and he was very, very broad. Yeah. Um, you listen to my brother in law, Malcolm, um, who's lived here now for what? Um, fifty, what fifty five years? Yeah, and he's as broad as a day. He sure. got off the boat. Yeah, um, because it's who who he is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sometimes environment does change it. Yeah, but, um, and then sometimes you have to change it in the environment you're in to, to right. fit in. Well, well to sometimes survive. people. Well, yeah, yeah, survival yeah. fitting in and being. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's why things yeah. do change, I guess. But, um, but no, I, I mean, yeah. I I hope people enjoy the, the music. Um, you know, I, I certainly do. And I hope if I'm enjoying my show, then uh, yeah, 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 well. and it, it, yeah, it goes out there yeah. onto the airways and you yeah. know, feeds through. Yeah, yeah. So that would be a tune that was. Oh, we're talking about um, what, what's coming up. Um, we've got obviously got this um, dinner this uh, for celebrates St Andrew's Day at the Dunedin Club on the Friday, which must be the 25th, I think. 25th, yeah. 27th is the Sunday. It's a Sunday, yeah. Um, and, th- and we have plans, and there are plans afoot over the next two or three years to extend things to include uh, a Kaylee at the town hall yeah. on the Saturday night, and um, and a more sort of avant-garde Thursday night event with um, food and drink tastings yeah. um, with the Emersons, um, and, and in terms of whiskey and ales and food matches yeah. and yeah. entertainment yeah, as well, and, and and that'll be a part of it. And, I mean, the Kaylee, the Kaylee I went to that Sam put on. 
you know, the haggis. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. How did you find that? That was brilliant. It was fun, I mean, eh? I, I'm not I a dancer and no. I didn't have my partner with me. But every single person, I think, apart from me, <laughs> was up dancing from the minute the music yeah, started. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. And it was close to... But you to, did get into it? You got up and had a go? Not really. No, oh, God. Um, it was probably close to 150, 160 yeah. people there. But obviously, you know, COVID times and that wasn't yeah, going to be it, as... it wasn't. Yeah, as, but then it's but probably it was, more it room. It was fantastically successful. Yeah. Um, and from the minute the music started, they were up. Yeah. You know, they did a good caller. Yeah. The music was good and everybody was just there to have a good time. Yeah. That, that was a good fun... fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't go. I was, I was, I was out of town then. Um, yeah. But... Um, yeah, I went to the first one um, a couple of years back. That's the um, the, the Kaylee put on by the Haggis Protection the Haggis Society. Haggis Society. Over in, yeah, uh, at the university. Sam and his mates. And it was Sam brilliant. Murdo. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. It was no. a good night. Very well organised. Yeah. No, Very it was well good. Organized. And a nice supper and stuff. Yeah, and, a great supper. Yeah. 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 So that's something to look forward to maybe around that Celebrate St Andrew's Day time um, in, in, the follow, in the coming years, I guess, um, late November. Uh, Kilson Kiwi, Ron and Simon here. Um, I'm going to take another track from the Battlefield Band's Dukin album, which we will be doing. We'll be Dukin it. Well, let's do some Dukin apples and, uh, and for the kids and uh, uh, celebrate St Andrew's yeah. Day. Shouldn't, I wonder shouldn't be too many hard. kids here would have duked for apples. Yeah, it yeah, could be there'd be a technique, it, wouldn't there? It's a very Scottish thing. Yeah, um, we'd need to have probably towels available. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But look, it's it's yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. So fun. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's have a go stuff, isn't it? Have a go. The Absolutely. other thing we did talk about, Ron, the Ron's missed been unable to to hook into Zoom for some of our meetings. Um, as you know, we have stones of manhood, yeah. and I think the lightest one is sixty seven. Kilo. So we're actually looking for next year to get smaller ones, you yeah. know, like f- not too small, maybe yeah. 35, yeah. 45, 55. Yeah. So others, you know, so more people can have yeah. a go because yeah. no, some I of those big brilliant. ones, people are having a try yeah. and lifting them. And um, it, it's it's a great event and people just love it. Yeah. People love the challenge. And we will have this, um, we're getting more matting for the carriageway um, that will enable us to do a bit of a, um, a, st- a stone carry walk. Yeah. The stone, yeah, you know, what do they call it? The something walk. Yeah, yeah we, we can do that as well this year. So there'll be a few different things added. Um, try to try to add things each time. Yeah. No, I think and, it's good. And, and, um, and refine it. Yeah, and it, and, appeals, um, it, it broadens the appeal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not just... Not just bagpipes and dancing. It's no, all, no. It's four hours of Well, yeah, and the music, the music's yeah, contemporary music. as well. Yeah, it's not just all. Yeah, yeah. And plenty, and the age range of performers and uh, people involved. Just yeah, yeah and, and we four had the Gaelic Society singing yep. um, last year, and they surprised me. I thought it was beautiful, yeah. absolutely beautiful. Yeah, well, um, we'll do more of that. You wouldn't want an hour of Gaelic music, but ten minutes of Gaelic. Yeah, music well, that's the idea. Fantastic. It's a taster, isn't yeah. it? It's just yeah. give you. So back here, yeah, back to the Battlefield Band, Duke and Album, which came out in. Oh, I'm just having a look here. Two thousand and oh, it doesn't say. That's a bit of a. Tough one to see what year it came out in. Anyway, um, I think it was actually after they came here, because the the lineup looks to be pretty much the same lineup that came to Dunedin, which again I can't really remember when it was. But anyway, um, this track is um, called Ton Bale Leon Braz, The People's Jig, Ash City, and Blackjack Grove. <laughs>
But oh Morris, you've been a friend to me And across your border just to bring me peace But oh North, I was a hungry child I've been a restless soul, I've been running wild But oh North, watching your heavens fly But I've been blue on blue on blue and all I like Bro North, I can't shore and land take away. Bro, your secrets, I take them away. In all my north, I've had no place to go. Would you bring me home? You let me know. Oh my north, I've had no place to be. Would you bring me home? Would you send?
it's Ross Wilson there. He's uh, fronting the group called uh, Blue Rose Code uh, out of Edinburgh. Um, and that track was live from the Queen's Hall, I believe. Lines from the Queen's Hall. Yep, Queen's Hall, Edinburgh, and the track up north. We might try and get one more track from that before we leave. Leave you today. Um, now, Ron's come up with a band that I've um, I, I've heard the name, but I don't know too much more about them. Okay, well, Skipinish? Skipinish. So what are they? Where have you come across them? Well, I, I was up in Queenstown uh, about a year ago and I was sitting in this bar just on my own and I had my Scottish jersey on, my Braveheart jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this girl came across to me and said, are you from Scotland? And I said, yeah, and we started chatting. And she'd just come back from Glasgow. And, you know, she was she was lovely. And we were just chatting and I had a drink and talking about music. And she said, have you ever heard of Skipinish? And I said, no. So she said, oh, well, on your radio show, you should play them. Right. So when I get back to Dunedin, I thought, Okay. Yeah. And I just love them. I think they're fantastic. Okay. So I can't even remember her name. Yeah. It was just like, you know, yeah, just a, a recommendation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was lovely. Yeah, she was yeah. really nice. Cool. Um, yeah, so skip let's, let's give it a try. An island in the sunlight. Laughter in the rain of whiskey in the darkness it all feels just the same watch the sunset over Hainish see the twilight merge to dark hear the waves caress the shoreline as the island carries I've been walking, walking these shores all my days But with you by my side I am walking on the waves I've been walking, walking these shores all my days But with you by my side I am walking on the waves There's two Lovers on the Macher, and they walk down to the sand. Their silhouettes are on the water as they paddle hand in hand. And it's a game of sweet surrender when there's nothing left to say. And there are moments to These days are long away I've been walking, walking these shores all my days But with you by my side I am walking on the waves I've been walking, walking these shores all my days But with you by my side I am walking on the waves Out on the ocean, see the headlands and the strands, and you wonder what horizons will shape tomorrow's plans. And through the turning of the seasons, 
And the cycle of the days Every drink's another reason To let tomorrow sail away I've been walking, walking these shores all my days But with you by my side I am walking on the waves I've been walking, walking these shores all my days But with you by my side The surging of the ocean, the breakers on the shore, the echoes of our bodies to the lover's dream we soar. I've been walking, walking these shores all my days, but with you by my side I am walking on the waves. I've been walking, walking these shores all my days, but with you by my side I am walking.
made with support from the Dunedin City Council Community Grant Scheme and the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. The Society fosters the historical sister city link between Dunedin and Edinburgh as well as planning local Scottish themed events. A highlight will be the annual St Andrew's Day celebrations to be held in the Octagon on November 27th. Keep an eye on the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Facebook page for updates. Special thanks also to Haraways for their great prize giveaways on kilts and kiwi. Yes, and I'm just about heading off to the Scottish shop to uh, pick up a couple of prizes for the uh, the show giveaway that we will run on our Facebook page. That's the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society Facebook page, and we'll put that up and with the link to the show and um, maybe a question about that to um, get the winners and we'll send them off, and that's pretty much anywhere within New Zealand that we can do that. And we do get a lot of uh, people from all over the country just checking in and letting us know Brilliant. about the um, about they enjoy the music and the stuff that we sometimes talk about. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> can, but that's the idea of it all, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, so um, yeah. we'll, we'll, well catch you back. Well, it must be nice to have a Scotsman on your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think Marion's Marian's due Marian, next. I think yeah. is where we now. We're in September, so she's she's doing October. I think, yeah, yeah I think she's going to be coming back. Yeah, that's so, good. And um, we'll, we'll do a few interviews. We'll, we'll get back in touch with the people from Florida, Dunedin and Florida. They, they do quite a bit of Scottish stuff there. And, um, yeah. and of course, Hororata, Cindy yeah. we'll have a chat with and um, start teeing a few things up now um, we're, we're getting into spring and um, activities and events yeah. are going again yeah, which is great yeah yeah and Lena Martell just before they're on yeah um, well, yeah, well Lena Martell with, with a, a quite a sad song with pen in hand she's obviously going through a divorce and she's going to sign the papers and walk away and um, yeah she was Helen Thompson in Glasgow and um she sang, I think, about the same time as Lulu. She sang in in, um, in, in Glasgow Glasgow halls, dance halls, mm-hmm. and she was just brilliant. And um, yeah, she changed her name to to Lena Martel because her manager was drinking Martel brandy. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> and I think it was the same time too as Lena Zavaroni um, came along, and they took her her name Lena. So yeah, a lot, lot of people change their names and you know changes yeah, their fortunes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Like Lulu, yeah. I've been reading Michael Caine, and of course his name was was Morris Micklewaite. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> and changed the name because he'd seen Mutant and the Bounty. And so that was sort of like a seventies, eighties thing, eh? Yeah, yeah sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, change okay. Anyway, well, that's all. Thank us. you for that's inviting us. me on. No it's worries, really on. Great to have you along again. And uh, Kilts and Kiwi signing off. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. With uh, more interview, and, and we'll try and get more egg from Edinburgh. We'll try and set that up um, to get a bit of an update what's happening in Edinburgh and, and, and everything. Obviously, they're all probably in, not all of them, but a lot of people are mourning and everything shutting down for a wee while there. And let's go out with some music from Ross and Jarlath. Um, so, this is uh, Pipes, uh, Pipes and Fiddle. Um, and we'll catch you back in a couple of weeks' time.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.